1: you yeah. I swear to God, if you hit me one more time, I'm going to spill candy all over this room. Yeah, and keep well. That bat, keep that bat away from me. Jesse. You're
0: the one who gave me this bat, I
1: know. Derek. It was so a terrible idea. It... Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining us on a special Halloween episode of the PHNX d podcast right here on PHNX. My name is Derek Montia, occasionally known as everybody's favorite guy to hit on at a party. <laughs> I am joined, of course, by my vice mayor and Batman today. It is the one and only Thunderstick Jesse Friedman. Alive and person Derek imagine us doing this this early in the morning yeah great what a Halloween treat this actually is there you go how are you doing what are you doing here in Phoenix
0: yeah so truth be told I'm here uh for a a nerdy math education conference but (laughs) but more than that I really just came so I could hit you with this baseball bat
1: you had some payback on there's
0: a lot of candy Derek has all sorts of candy all over him right now so I can attest to that
1: uh, this show is brought to you of course by the DraftKings Sportsbook app go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now Now, use our code of PHNX, and simply for betting $5 on any NFL team to win, you will get $200 in free bets instantly, as long as that team wins their game. All right, Jesse we actually have hitting-related news. Yeah, we news. do, we do. D-backs, believe it or not, some breaking news, have hired not two, but one hitting coach. They uh, did. They have got their guy in Joe Mather, uh, the Reds hitting coach and director of hitting for the past two seasons, uh, but a guy that's had a history with the D-backs.
0: Yeah, yeah, he was a uh, minor league uh, coach from the Diamondbacks organization for about five years, um, which I think was a big reason why uh, the Diamondbacks were interested in bringing him on. Tori Lovello said in the press conference conference they're not going to need to brief this guy on all of the Diamondbacks players he yeah. knows a lot of them already uh, he's also 39 years old he's a pretty young guy um, as far as hitting coaches go Darnell Coles was 59 mm-hmm. um, so he's a younger guy um, I read uh, there was a good piece up at the Athletic about Joe Mather and uh, Zach Buchanan got some quotes uh, from some players over at the Cincinnati Reds and Joey Votto spoke very highly of him Tucker Barnhart spoke highly of him Jesse Winker and the Reds Derek are a pretty good they offensive team Very good a, offensive a couple team years ago team. not so much but yeah. Joe Mather has had a lot of success there yeah. and of course you never really know like how much of this is the hitting coach and how much of this is just the Reds having a lot of good hitters no that's very true but that's very true but I mean Last time the Diamondbacks high, you know, a lot of times the Diamondbacks have brought on, you know, pitching coaches, hitting coaches. You look at the numbers for the teams they're coming from and you're like, uh, well, yeah, right. <laughs> not exactly ideal. But um, but this is one case where the numbers actually do bear out that Joe Mathers seems to be pretty good at his job. Well, and not only that, but I mean, like you said, the history with the team, I think that kind yeah. of speaks
1: volumes for it. I think the organization likes to go with guys that have. Have been, you know, loyal and, and a part of this franchise for a long time. Uh, he managed the the Missoula Osprey to the yeah. Pioneer League championship in his first season yeah. as manager. I mean, again, it's minor league, and you can say what you want about it, but that's getting the job done, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And then he was also the coach for Double A Jackson in 2017, and the manager for Single A Advanced Visalia Rawhide in, in 2018. So again, he's wearing
0: a lot of hats. Like yes. my like, he's been a hitting coach and a minor league manager. Right. And uh, I think another thing that sticks out for me is that he was their director of hitting officially in yes. Cincinnati. Yes. And the Diamondbacks have talked about how they want... You know they want their next hitting coach to be someone who really kind of moves across the minor leagues and the major leagues, right? Yeah. Um, so that there's more continuity. That's one of the things that they had talked about um, in some of the closing press conferences. Is we feel that hitters are getting one message when they're in Double A and then mm-hmm. they get to the majors and then everything changes. And uh, hopefully, uh, Joe Mather is a guy who has experience kind of working across those different levels. So um, I'm I'm excited about this, Derek. I, I think this too. is I, I think this too. is a good move. And I know we. Like when was the last time the Diamondbacks hired a coach and we were like, oh, this guy sucks, like like he has a horror. That right. doesn't really happen. But right. but Joe Mather seems to check all of the boxes that you would look for here.
1: And I think the biggest thing there is that mentorship, right, because a lot yeah. of guys coming up are going to be young players and you want a guy that has that connected that connection to mentoring young players. Frank sure. Sanders and I were hanging out at the, I, to, yes. I just love to say that. Sorry, I yeah. a name drop, <laughs> Frank Sanders and I were hanging out last night and he was talking about, you know, football players and how a lot of times when they got to the NFL, they made them adapt like their catching style. And then mm. guys wouldn't have that same success because somebody in the NFL believes you needed to catch a ball like this all the time instead of catching it at your side right. like you're used right. to. And we got into that with baseball. You know what I mean? Like just sometimes the way that people that are stuck in their ways at doing things at a major league level, instead Mm. of doing things perhaps individually for guys that work for them, you know, and that's something that happens more in the minor leagues. But then when you get to the majors, like you said, it's this transition where all of a sudden your hitting coach tells you, you can't, you can't stand like that in the box or you can't do this. Right. right. Sometimes it helps substantially, right? Like Zach Gallen talked about when he got, when he was getting ready to come up to the major leagues that he changed, like the side of the, the hill that he pitched from. Right. And like, sure. like that made us this, this huge difference in his delivery. So sometimes it's for the better, but sometimes, especially with like hitting and such it, it might be, you know, it might be too much of a change for them to still have the success they had at a, at a younger age. Hmm. Madison Bumgarner to me is a perfect example of that. Just as far as, you know, what we've talked about in the past and the way he's kind of alluded to, uh, analytics and other too things much information coming into and everything. in his life that was too yeah. much information, right? right? A guy like that, cowboy, you know,
0: he doesn't <laughs> Mason Saunders Mason's is the cowboy. Saund- well, all right, okay. I'm just Madison saying, Bumgarner's done no such thing, Derek. There's
1: two sides of him, but I'm just saying, a guy like that, right? He just wants to go up there and throw the ball, like we talked about. Goldschmidt <laughs> sure. wanting to go up there and just you know hit the ball hard. That sometimes that simple approach is what these guys know, and it it's what if it works for them, right? So you start bogging them down with analytics and changes to their you know mechanics because of the efficiency rate if they went at a right. 20 you know this is like a two percent angle more to the left or whatever you know, that kind of thing right so i mean but i I'm, I'm excited for this i think one thing is it has always been weird to me that the d-backs over the last you know couple of seasons or at least season needed to have two pitching coaches right not even a different yeah. position, like you said, you know he was he, 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 Mather wore both the hitting coach and director of hitting in in Cincinnati. It's not even like that, right, where we had, oh this guy's the pitching coach and this guy's the director of hitting. No, we just had two pitching coaches, and then when we let them go, we just had two more interim hitting coaches, and yeah, it's, I don't know that that might be more common that I am aware of, but it just seemed like a weird thing to have two pitching or two two hitting coaches two pitching coaches two anything like that i feel like it all should be one particular coach
0: yeah and i mean i think i think they're still planning to hire a few more people so i mean they're still sticking with their plan of they want a few voices in the room with some of these guys um and obviously, Joe Mather can't be—you know—he can't do it all. Like he can't be going from Double A AA to Triple A to the majors right. and like and you know—coaching for everyone. So the—I think what they said is they're planning to hire three more coaches to work underneath him. Okay. And then Joe Mather will just sort of be uh, at the top, kind of directing the the whole operation. One thing I will say to your uh, to your earlier point about you know too much information and you know guys having certain things that work for them. One thing that Joey Votto said about Joe Mather that really stuck out to me is he said that joe mather is just like this like skeptic like if you joe vado literally said it this way he said if you tell Joe Mather that it's a nice day outside. Joe Mather is the, is the guy who's like, I don't know, like what what temperature is it? Like are we sure? And Are you uh, sure it's going to be like that all day? Yeah, it's, it's yeah, I mean, maybe it's just like us? that right now, right? So, uh that's something that really sticks out about Joe Mather is that he seems to have this reputation of, you know, even if you have done it a certain way for a long time, he's going to ask questions and like make sure that it, it that that's the, you know, the strategy that will serve you best. Um which I think is a good thing. Like Joey Votto said that is a good thing. Like he wants his hitting coach to question everything and at the same time, not be too overbearing. Right. right. And, and they also spoke highly of him, um, you know, finding a middle ground there with, you know, questioning everything, but not, you know, not driving you crazy at the same time and demanding that you're always changing things. Sure.
1: And I, and I brought up, uh, Astros, um, I think their pitching coach, uh, Brent Strom before. Right. But I mean, there, there was something about him when I saw him, uh, during an interview uh, for the world series that made me think like, the D-backs need these coaches to be more of mentors cuz this guy seemed just like, you know, that again for he's he's an older guy, right? But still for being that he seemed like somebody that was much more of a teacher than a coach, right? And I think that's sure. definitely what the D-backs need. Somebody that's going to question your approach. Yeah, that might put that thought in your head, right? Like he's not going to tell you to change things, but if he asks you if something like, so has that really been working? For yeah, you? you better have I'm a good answer. At, I'm looking at your numbers. Let's see the <laughs> I don't your know. Batting average over the last three seasons, you know. Uh, that's pretty good, though. I mean, that's, uh, that's exciting. And I think the D backs, again, they need. A change. They need a change at, yeah. at, at all of these positions. Again, There's more
0: to come. They still need a pitching coach. They still need a bench coach. There's they're still interviewing people probably as we speak right now. So yes, Tori lavallo takes so much of the blame for the lack of
1: success for this team from people, right? But oh yes, I'll never forget when we talked to him about uh Zach Gallon not using the changeup as much, and it really it was a great example to me of how influential these other coaches are because basically. <laughs> Tori Lavolo sounded like that's not my department to decide if sure. Zach Gallen throws the changeup or not. We have a pitching coach that decides that, right? So Zach Gallen should probably throw his
0: changeup, just for the record. He probably should <laughs> throw the changeup as often as possible. He probably
1: should. Um, but that's what I mean, right? I mean, yeah. you, again, you can blame a lot of parts of the organization, but these, all of these things, they all come down to the individual coaches, their effect on the team, and their ability to get the most out of the, out of these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, that wasn't the case. Even when we didn't think anything was really wrong with the hitting, they still parted ways with Darnell Coles and, and He was the first
0: one. Yeah, yeah. I was kind of surprised because I think we've talked about this before, but when they let Darnell Coles go, their offense was the one thing that was actually wasn't sort of terrible. okay. <laughs> it was like they were 14th or 15th, I think, yeah, in the league. Yeah, they were when, very when middle when they of the road. Go, right? So yeah.
1: It was one of those situations where they were so bad at the time that you couldn't help but say, Obviously they're not going to fire Torrey Lovalo. I think that's what we said, right? We were said, like at that point, is not, not the one now. that's gonna fall on the sword here. And it didn't seem even right for it to be Hinsky and Coles, but it, it's what happened, right? And so again, we've seen this team kind of have a lack of success offensively, and I did I did think that they that I don't know the numbers particularly, but it seemed like they got worse after that they did for sure
0: i mean uh, well if they were middle of the road when it happened they didn't finish middle of the road so (laughs) yeah
1: but uh two teams that didn't finish middle of the road for sure is uh the Uh, Astros and the Braves that's for sure series is all tied up yeah Altuve hit yet another home run now
0: did you know so it's his 22nd right
1: 22nd he's now officially half of the Arizona Diamondbacks
0: right right so there's that which is depressing but on the positive side for Jose Altuve that is tied with Bernie Williams for the most postseason home runs of all time wow Jose Altuve that's incredible he's like he's like shorter than you are Derek I mean imagine that hey (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I know I'm dressed as a pinata today. Not, this isn't this isn't beat up Derek day. I'm though, metaphorically okay? hitting you at yeah, the bat no, again. The, I pretty appreciate much, it. I appreciate <laughs> it. But I guess I have to ask: are Do you think the Braves are in trouble? Does this mean anything? I mean, the Astros again have not won a game one in the World Series when they've been in it. So them uh, losing oh, game huh. one is no surprise. Yeah. But now here they they are. They come roaring back in game two. Uh, I mean technically the Braves still have home field advantage right now at this point right with winning game one
0: Yeah, the Braves have three games in a row now in Atlanta So so they could get the job done. If anything, I think Houston is still the ones with their with their backs against the wall Um, But yeah, I mean two games so far neither of them has been very close We kind of knew from the get-go which team was at least you know far and away had the better chance to win Jorge Soler opened game one with a home run and the incredible yeah, which is super fun I mean what a way to start a World Series, right? Um, and then the Astros got off to a quick start in game two I think they had like five runs after a couple of innings yeah. so um so yeah I mean hopefully we get some games that are you know a little more back and forth a little more like what we saw in the championship series sure. but um, but this has still been really fun and I think a, a big factor here as we talked about going into this series, neither of these teams really has like, an elite starting rotation right not, now. Not
1: anymore. Not at all. Yeah, not you know, close. The, I mean, the, the Astros, loss of Charlie Morton. Um, I think. Oh that's, man, that's
0: just a big thing now, yeah. right? Because
1: he's he would pitch in Game Four, which yeah. could potentially be. You know, a huge game in this
0: series, right? Without yeah. him
1: pitching, that's.
0: I still love rough. that he pitched. Like, didn't he get like several outs while Three he had outs with a, a broken, broken leg, including <laughs> two
1: strikeouts? I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. Why, why not? The just, hell? Why not just throw him back out there yeah, at this just point, split right? Blend it up like yeah. old style, World War Two style. Just put two pieces yeah. of wood. I mean, he's got the whole offseason to recover. Oh so, so I mean, what are God. we, what are we worried about here, right, Derek? I don't know
1: <laughs> him walking normal ever again. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. but fair, fair. I mean, what's what what's walking normal when you can be a legend <laughs> for all time? You Know. Oh man! I liked his comments. He did attack Kurt Schilling because they made a. Oh. They asked him about uh, his broken leg being compared to the bloody sock. Oh, I didn't hear And he basically made this comment about like mine was a real injury. Kurt was basically scuffed up and making it all about himself. <laughs> and it was like, oh my god, I love you even more, Charlie yeah, Morton you're you're down and you're still punching back at Kurt Schilling. There you go even there in this you equation, go. but yeah, you know there's what? not really
0: any blood with a broken bone. at no. least I hope not. Ugh. Oh, if it's bad yeah, there oh, man yeah, there's let's not go there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but are you still sticking with the Braves now? Do you think the Braves are still gonna be?
0: Uh, oh man, I mean, I mean I, did I ever declare meaningful. I was going with the Braves. I don't know if I I, I mean I, I want we? the Braves did to we? win.
1: I mean, yeah, because you weren't here. You were gone. No, calm. I missed I'm a couple days. I'm sitting here talking with Mac. and Did Mac pick the Braves? I don't know, but she picked murder, that's for sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should have seen her. She knew everything about murder. <laughs> that it was hilarious. Incredible. That oh. was hilarious. But yeah, no, I think we both... Uh, I think I went with the Astros and she went with the Braves, and I feel like the Astros thing was just really the... Uh, I mean the loss of Morton combined with well I don't even know if the Morton, the game hadn't happened yet but just uh you know the the Astros experience you know what I mean the Astros yeah. experience and and being there before they have so many guys that were on this team when they won the World Series before so interestingly enough those guys all went like 0-4 in the in the first game but right you know it it's still those are the guys that showed up in game 2 and
0: made a big difference Altuve being one of them Do you think I go back and forth Derek on how much experience has to play when it comes to the postseason. I don't know. Is that like I don't know. Like I would have to dig into some numbers to, you know, really see what what's out there on this, but I've never gotten the sense that players who have tons of postseason experience necessarily play way better. Right. Like there's a lot of guys who've just not been very good in the postseason in their careers. And there's some guys who've been very good. And I'm I'm not sure if it has to do with how much experience they get um, obviously it's a different environment. There's more fans in the stands, it's a bigger stage. So, you know, some players might react to that more than others. But Kershaw I don't know. Kershaw has plenty of playoffs. That's experience. true, that's true. He still okay. doesn't do great in the playoffs, right? <laughs>
1: there you go. I, there you go. You know, there is something to be said because sometimes we have those things where like guys become stars in the playoffs in the World Series, right? So and, and they've never been there before. They they have no business being this good on this stage. Sure. And part of it just might be the lack of awareness about the situation or even caring right like you you kind of have to care deep down in your heart about it being this big stage for it to like shake you or to you know make you kind yeah. of you know have those jitters or anything like that about performing in something like yeah that. sometimes what? when you go out there and you just have the attitude of it being any other baseball game i mean that's probably the best approach and sometimes yeah. if you haven't been there you're not you know, fantasizing about how you guys blew it last time you were there or whatever, (laughs) you know what I mean? The Braves
0: have had some defensive issues. Yes. uh, Which, I think a couple of them were Dansby Swanson. um, And, I mean, he's obviously a younger player, you know, hasn't really been on this stage a whole lot. So, I mean, maybe there's a case to be made there. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's an interesting series, Derek. I mean, neither of these teams really have the kind of uh, starting pitching that you're expecting from, mm-hmm. you know, two teams in the World Series. Uh, Lance McCullers is already out for the Astros. And then, of course, yeah. Charlie Morton now with the Braves. So, but
1: the Braves have so many other losses. And so did the Astros. Like, it's a pile. When you start looking at yeah. how many guys that are all star caliber players on both of these teams
0: that are out, it, it's, it's like, it's like Packers Cardinals last night. It right? really was. <laughs> right.
1: And so, like, it's kind of like even. You know, I I don't know the 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 rumor is that Granky is going to start Game Four for the Astros again, probably really in another I heard that okay opener role. Oh, well, it's not determined yet for sure. I don't believe it's been announced. No, but it was something that was out there, and you know, again, I wouldn't be surprised to see that.
0: Yeah, he's just not stretched out, so you're probably not going to get more than you know four innings, maybe tops. Sure, if so. you're going to get that out of a successful
1: Granky. but again, it's probably yeah. more of a. Uh, bullpen game of sorts you know with him with him starting so yeah uh, it, it it's exciting it's exciting because <laughs> at least neither of these teams have that big advantage of of being closer to 100% than the other team right
0: yeah it, no it, it's a very evenly matched series like both teams are banged up and, um, you know, both of these are relatively small market teams. Like, I actually kind of love it. I don't love the Astros all the way because of, obviously, their past. Somebody's got to um, be the bad guy. Yeah, someone's got to be you the bad the guy. You with the bat. Me yeah. Yeah, you're the good guy, yeah, the guy, the good guy right, today. Right, right, right of no. course. Um, but, yeah, pitching matchup for game three. We do know that. Luis Garcia um, against Ian Anderson. So Garcia for the Astros, Ian Anderson for the Braves. Uh, Garcia has an ERA over nine in three outings in the playoffs. Um, but his last start was really good yeah. against Boston. He yeah. went like six innings and uh, had seven strikeouts or something like that. So, um, and then Ian Anderson is, has a 2.25 ERA in the playoffs. So, so be an interesting one. This is Game Three. I mean, Game Three in this sort of a series is huge. So,
1: you know, what stat I tonight? saw that I brought up yesterday that I or uh, on Tuesday that I know you're going to hate? Uh-oh. Uh oh. There was a stat from ESPN Stats and Info that said uh, the Braves have the worst winning percentage in the world's in, in in the playoffs for a team that has won game one multiple times because after losing game <laughs> two they're two and four in this playoffs after winning a game one as far as their record, which doesn't even sound like it should make sense. No. Two and four with a three thirty three win percentage should be like out of the playoffs, but it's just a wacky stat that's weird. That you would hate because it's such a small sample yes, size. Yes, I do. But it, it <laughs> I knew you. I knew you'd enjoy it. Oh, um, just like I know you would enjoy listening to PD do the Manscaped ad. Oh, He's
0: kind of a. I, I don't know if I've seen PD do the Manscaped ad, um, but I've I've heard many stories. Let me, let me
1: say, I have listened to PD do the Manscaped ad, but I have never had the joy of being present when Petey did the Manscaped ad, okay. and he puts my reading of it to shame. He went on for a significant amount of time about the field of dreams and shucking your corn and harvest oh, season. Oh, it was gosh. fantastic. I'm not going to get that deep, Jesse, but what I am going to say while looking you dead in your eyes oh, is <laughs> your field needs to be ready for the playoffs. Yeah. Yes, right. Yes, you get that course. home field advantage. You want your outfield and infield grass looking nice, and you can do so over at Manscape.com using our code of PHNX. Uh, you can get 20% off plus plus free shipping. Uh, and I'll tell you, it's absolutely a great deal. You can get the perfect package for your package during spooky season. I mean, spooky season's almost over, but again, like, like, like PD said, it's almost harvest season. So you want to get ready for harvest <laughs> season uh, and plowing. So make sure you go over to manscape.com and get yourself that package for 20% off with our code of PHNX plus free shipping. Also, uh, do me a favor, go over to DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook for all new bettors. If you bet $5 on any NFL team to win, you will get $200 in free bets if that team wins. I tried to warn you guys. Uh, to stay away from the Cardinals game, and I feel like for good reason. We're not going to talk about that here because I'll start crying. Uh, Jesse will get frustrated with me. (laughs) We'll turn this into a Cardinals thing. (laughs) I'll yell about A.J. Green for 20 minutes, but you don't have to go through all that. You go over to DraftKings Sportsbook, download that app. You can get a same-game parlay, which is something I've been into. Uh, I'm Mr. Pinata today, but other times I'm Mr. Parlay. Uh, Combine multiple bets and you will get a bigger payout. Uh, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Uh, 21 and over, Arizona only. Uh, gambling problem, dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. And of course, Jesse, we have bit more big d news to talk we about. We do, yes. Because somehow, <laughs> some way, Our left fielder, the Freight Train, second best nickname in D-backs history, by the way, uh, has become a finalist for the Rawlings Gold Glove for left field.
0: Yeah. Not the first time. Not the first time. He's been here before. This is
1: not new territory. He has won it before. Absolutely. And uh, I'm not going to sit here and say n- negative things about david peralta
0: <laughs> you're not <laughs> no i'm not
1: but i am going to say that i strongly like you question you know qu- at least i questioned
0: why uh, yeah. david
1: peralta would be up for this award
0: yeah no i did too um looking at the numbers i'll be i'll be frank with our audience here and say there is a next to zero percent chance that david peralta actually <laughs> wins uh this <laughs> award it's one thing to be a finalist it's another thing to win it uh, I think Tyler O'Neill is probably the far and away favorite yes, here absolutely. over with the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, digging into some of the numbers, defensive runs saved. We've talked about this statistic on the show a few times. Uh, Tyler O'Neill has 12 defensive runs saved with his performance in left field. And David Peralta has zero. Zero. Uh, so he is essentially zero. broken even according, according to that stat. Yep. Um, other statistics like him more. Uh, outs above average over from baseball savant has mm-hmm. uh, Peralta in the 80th percentile. Um, and Tyler O'Neill is right there with him, also in the 80th percentile. So yep. they're neck and neck in that stat. Um, but there's another number that also favors Tyler O'Neill. So, well, um,
1: I'll, I'll give you one one set of numbers because you love numbers and I you do love, love stats. numbers. I do. Yes. I'm going to give you one that favors David Peralta and probably is the reason. And hopefully, this will explain why he was nominated, oh, at least. Please
0: do, because I don't understand. <laughs> David Peralta
1: led the league in range factor. Per nine innings. Okay. And range okay, factor Derek. for those All right. of you. Range
0: factor. Range okay. factor
1: per game, uh, led the league per game and per nine innings, which are two different range factors. Uh, and just to give you an idea of what that is, is that's assists plus putouts, right? So my thought on this is that the Diamondbacks were so bad this season <laughs> that he had more opportunities.
0: yeah. I mean, if it's right? per nine or per game, then yeah, that wouldn't account for that. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't account for that. It wouldn't account for
1: starting pitching essentially being bad and him having more balls hit his way than other left fielders. Yeah. Because it's kind of weird for him to lead the league in that stat. I know what people question here when it comes to David Peralta, right? When they when they hear it, they like Jacob says in our in our stats here or in our, our chat. Uh, he takes the worst routes to the ball. Absolutely. And at times, I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. a, I'm about the worst routes, No, but he really does at times. Like sometimes he does. You're right. Again, it's one of those things where you, from the vantage point of the press box, you kind of get a good idea. Sometimes you, yeah. you it's kind of why, like you, you can see when the ball is going to go foul, you know, left field much earlier than like fans sitting in the stands, just based on your, you know, where you're sitting. I'm sure people above us and below us kind of have a similar, you know, vantage point. Right. But, you know, I don't know. I think when I see him play outfield, sometimes I am just like I have yeah. I have mumbled to myself, "Where are you going?" So many times, yeah. just on his route to the ball, even when he catches it, right? Sometimes he even makes balls that he catches look more complicated and like a better catch than it should have, just because he should have taken a better route or something to it. Yeah, you know? but yeah, no. I'm not going to attack him for that. Okay, <laughs> there's way more things that we
0: can pick. I on. think I think in general, left field is just not a position where you where there are a whole lot of great defenders in baseball. Like sure. You don't put your best defender no. in left field. And so the pool that you have to choose from is just naturally not going to be True. that impressive. A.J. Pollock is the other he's guy the other who's guy. in there. Yeah. Um, and his numbers, similar to Peralta, are just not really very impressive. So yeah. Tyler O'Neill is, I can just about guarantee you, going to win this award. Uh, he's had quite a season for the Cardinals in, in a number of ways. Um, but yeah, I mean, David Peralta is... I mean, good enough to be a finalist, and you know, for whatever that's worth, um, <laughs> we'll we'll take it. I guess, Derek. I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> is this
1: is this, a, is this a situation where it's just better to say like it's good at least someone was nominated, right? Yeah, you know. That's... i mean,
0: going through the awards season and like and not having anyone a finalist for anything <laughs> is a little bit demoralizing. <laughs> it but Diamondbacks really is. did have another finalist though. Who was that? The uh, uh, silver slugger. Oh, the pitcher. silver slugger did you hear about this no madison bumgarner no way as a finalist oh yes uh, and there's also there's some similar uproar about this derek because madison bumgarner had four hits the whole (laughs) season and one of them was a double and the other three were singles his batting average was 104 but Uh, the reason you ready for this the reason madison bumgarner is a finalist here it is it is i think it's legit Uh, i know vince morata over at 98.7 he was tweeting about this the other day and was like Okay, this is probably the last year that there's going to be a Silver Slugger award for pitchers. Oh. Maybe they're just throwing Mad Bum in there because, you oh, know, yeah. he's a legend yeah, over, yeah. over years. Um, but I looked into it and his numbers actually are near the top for pitchers. And the reason <laughs> for that is not because he has four hits. It's because he has nine walks. Oh. So he actually has Whoa. an on-base percentage of almost 300, oh. which is which is actually insane. Like mm. he only had 52 plate appearances and he walked almost 20% of the time. Okay. So even though he like didn't really get that many base hits yeah. he apparently opposing pitchers are just very scared to pitch to madison bumgarner no you know what that says reason. to me so, umpires
1: it says that madison bumgarner once again knows the strike zone better than you do you better start listening to him when he yells at you <laughs> from the mound that you're I, wrong. Uh,
0: I will advocate for a lot of diamondbacks pitchers who bark at the umpire he's madison not one of them he sometimes i don't even know if he's yelling at him or himself you know what I mean? if it's like, in the neighborhood of the strike zone madison bumgarner yep. wants the call and yep. i'm often a little a little bit skeptical yeah no but, yes. i'm with you
1: on that i'm with you on that um all right guys again reminder draft King, draft kings uh, sportsbook app go download that use our code of phnx for betting five dollars on any nfl game uh, you i'm gonna will, have to do that this weekend you gotta there. do it you're here this get is, your a, geolocation location stuff time, up
0: yeah i'm a first time better that's so right you're gonna have to tell me which nfl game to bet on i will i'll give you some I wasn't gonna bet on the cardinals you were no, absolutely right i was, I was right. staying away from that yeah, you gotta watch the bet show. Um, okay, I, I okay. might give you some information
1: that the bet show might not give you, and it's courtesy of our pal Petey once oh, again, because okay. it was because his uh, his Manscape ad was so good that now I'm just listening to him on everything. Yeah,
0: the people want to know. Yeah, what exactly. Has to say so, oh, um, but uh,
1: go over to again five dollars on any NFL team. Jesse's gonna get it done. He's gonna get his two hundred dollars in free bets. He probably. I hope you. I hope, hope, so. get, I hope I you have get to win. Bet. Though. You this gotta isn't, win. This
0: isn't that thing like where any team scores a point. I know. Like, I actually is, you have gotta have to... to win.
1: Yeah, you gotta try this one a little bit. So do that, and also. So go sign up for a membership at gophnx.com. Uh, Jesse and I both have some content. We'll be having a little bit more information about our new pitching coach or excuse me, our new hitting coach. Uh, hopefully we get some word on a new pitching coach. Team. Yeah, I keep should confusing be seen. those two, should be seen. Uh, but Joe Mather, will have an article up on him. Jesse has an article coming up. So go sign up uh, as a member. You will get... Uh, access to our members-only Discord, and you will also get sweet deals over at thephnxlocker.com. You'll get your free T-shirt if you sign up for an annual membership, and if you sign up for a month-to-month membership, you'll get 50 cents uh, for your first month. So again, it's a little trial, a little dainty trial, and then after that, if you want to pay month-to-month, you're buying Jesse and I some Starbucks once a month. You you can do that. Maybe Derek
0: will share his candy with you. I absolutely
1: (laughs) will not share my candy with you if you sign up.
0: You have to find me and hit me with that
1: bat to get candy out of me. That's the only way that works this Halloween season. But uh, yeah, we appreciate you guys' support and love, and go be a PHNX member. There are incredible shirts. Uh, One is based on my tattoo, loosely, and I can't get over that. I I feel honored. Yeah, look at this thing. It
0: is genuinely like the softest shirt in my closet. And that is not a joke. We sound like we're selling it, but it's like I'm
1: so happy because I'm such a shirt snob, really, when it comes down to it. And uh, I'll tell you this much. I love the feel of these shirts. So go grab one of those shirts today uh, and uh, become a member. Become a part of the family. Uh, and I'm going to give you, Jesse, I'm going to give you my DraftKings pick Ooh, of the week. All right. right.
0: I'm taking notes.
1: But unfortunately for you, it's not going to be a football pick. So you're going to still have to but, find one on your but own. But I need a football pick, Yeah, Derek. It's not going to be a baseball pick either. Oh. Um, again, like I
0: said. Do you know anything about is it sons? Basketball? It's not. It's
1: not basketball either. I know nothing about anything, Jesse. Of course, look at me. Um, everybody knows that. <laughs> That's but
0: fair. you look the part today. This is, this <laughs> is what
1: I'm going to tell you. Is our pal Petey over at uh, over at the Coyote show? He gave me this piece of information, and I think it's I think it's good for not only the pick of the week, it's the pick of the month. It might be the pick of the fall. What? <laughs> and that is. Go bet against the Coyotes.
0: Okay, I, I saw that coming. <laughs> I haven't lost. You yet. still don't know anything about hockey, but what I here's it, what, it I, know. Much here's know what that. I know. Here's
1: what I know. I know that the NHL sets the puck line at a goal and a half every single game. So unlike football, you don't have a moving uh, line that you have to hit. Oh. Like a, you know, it's always going to be a goal and a half if you get in there before the drop of the puck. Okay. Right. Okay. So here's a guarantee for you. The Coyotes are going to lose the majority of their games this season, and those losses are going to be by two-plus goals. So they have some injured defensemen right now. Now is the perfect time for us to feast, folks. I know it might not be a good time, but you know how I am a fan of tank season, and the Coyotes are totally on board with tank season. It's tank season all winter over at the Gila River Casino uh, Arena. And Here
0: in Arizona. We just like to have at least one team on board with tank season. Yeah, at that's, all times. that's what we need. We it don't is, want all the teams competitive. Right. We need yeah, yeah. at least one. That's team That's why we're that's having a meeting with lose. the Suns because the Suns
1: obviously got some sort of weird memo that yeah, they think it's there. Yeah. And we
0: were like, no, 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 no. They weren't on the list. No, yeah, we weren't trying. Yeah, I wasn't we weren't trying, trying to, do that to the Suns. Yeah. We
1: specifically did not invite you and the Cardinals to this meeting for a reason. Right. This meeting right. was between. The D-backs, uh, the Coyotes, and you know, we asked ASU if they wanted to be involved a little bit. <laughs> they didn't, but U of A was like, yes, please, we'll be in. So we had a good time just talking about tank season there for all of our you're teams. they are a big,
0: am- big ambassador for tank season. You know what? Right? Here's the thing.
1: If you're not going to win, you should lose spectacularly. And again, DraftKings Pick of the Week, go bet on the Coyotes to lose spectacularly. They're going to do it. I'm telling you, take your winnings from one game, bet it on the next game. By the time the season ends, you'll be a millionaire or something. I don't know. But go. Uh, go, go bet on the coyotes uh, to lose. Uh, and that's pretty much all we got. I know we're here in person. Yeah, we we got, have to
0: go for like a few hours
1: at least. I know, right? I mean, right? Not I mean for that long. We're, we're probably going <laughs> to shut the camera off and just continue talking right here. I, I can't get out of the seat in this costume. This is like, I'm permanently affixed. I can
0: lighten your load a little bit. Yeah, there, that's probably yeah, what's going to need to happen
1: before <laughs> before we go. But uh, of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at ThePiñata uh, on Twitter. No, I'm at Cap <laughs> underscore Caveman with a K. Jesse is... Is at Jesse N. Friedman. Our show is at phnx underscore dbacks, but of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio uh, podcasting app, which none of you have shared with me, give us a five star review, subscribe, and then jump over to the YouTube channel and subscribe to us there. You can hit uh, sign up for notifications and get all the shows. So, like when we go live at ten o'clock in the morning, like this, you will get. A notification about it. You're uh, really J-
0: missing out if you don't watch this one on video because Derek is. Yeah, his you, this costume is truly. We something. shouldn't even
1: <laughs> post this one as an audio podcast. Yeah, we should no. force you to come <laughs> and see me in all my glory as a pinata <laughs> on this show. But uh, I'm 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 going to tell you this. Here here is my uh, perfect uh, thing is go scan this beautiful code that Jacob Franklin made for us. I mean, yeah, right. Like as far as QR codes, that's that that's a looker. Right, it that's has our
0: logo in it. I, I didn't know you could do that with QR. I didn't codes. either. I Give me that as a
1: sticker. I'll put it on my barbecue hut. Uh, yeah, go <laughs> go hit the QR code up right there, and that will take you to everything. Also, I'm going to tell you this: if you're uh, if you're a, a, a sad sack about Halloween, like Jesse over here, not dressed in your costume, well,
0: I didn't get the memo. Apparently. Look,
1: remember, <laughs> it's a fun time. Go dress up, be a part of it. We only live. Uh, we're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. So, and obviously, that's what I am. I yeah, am you're the a walking good time. Right, philosophy,
0: Derek. <laughs> hey, but
1: uh, I want to thank you guys again so much, Jesse. It's wonderful to see you in yes, person. Yes, you uh, too, on behalf of Jesse, go have a happy Halloween weekend and remember, kids, betting. is uh, Excuse me, I, I can't We've wait done to this bet a million times. I'm, I know, and I'm, I'm just <laughs> nervous that you're here, and it's the first time I've ever screwed it up. Baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you bet on it. Hockey too. Bet against Coyotes.